Welcome to Grace Capital Church Podcast, broadcasting from our Pembroke campus. Well, Happy New Year to all of you. I can't believe we are in 2017. Hopefully you had an amazing time Christmas with your family, with your friends, and celebrating the birth of Jesus. I love the new year. I'm sure you do too. There's something about the new year that allows us to reflect where we've been, but then set a direction to where we're going. And in many ways, there's a lot of opportunities for restarts and fresh starts. And so today I'm going to talk to you about where we've been as a church and where we're going in 2017 and really cast the vision for what God has for us. It's an exciting time. I, I just, I woke up this morning so excited to be able to share this with you because I feel God is doing something new. He's doing something fresh. And yes, we've worked so hard these last two years. Actually, we've worked hard for 20 years because what God is unfolding is he's compounding on things that have already been built. So 2017, where are we going? Well, we first have to start by rooting it in Scripture because everything that we have to build on is really the Word of God. We build everything on Jesus. And so I want to talk about, there's one word that I want us to focus on in 2017, and the word is grow. Um, It might not be what you think about. We're, We're not talking about, hey, how do we add so many more numbers and how do we grow in our finances? Actually, what I'm talking about is allowing you and I to grow personally. I feel like 2017, there's going to be so much personal growth, but it's going to take everybody doing their part. But let me tell you what the theme scripture is for this year. So it's in the book of Ephesians. The uh, Apostle Paul wrote this book. And Ephesians chapter 4. If you have your Bibles, you can turn there with me. Ephesians chapter 4. And we're actually going to start picking this up in verse 13. Now this interesting thing in in chapter 4, Paul starts talking about unity, unity in the body, and how it's so important that we have to be unified if we're going to accomplish the things that Jesus has for us to accomplish. Then he goes on to say, well, I've, I've given you some people to help equip the body, to help equip the church to do the work of the ministry, and apostles, prophets, evangelists, teachers, so on and so forth. So that's how he starts this chapter, and then he goes to say this, and this is where we're going to pick up. I want your ears to be listening for the word grow. Here we go. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 13. Until we all attain the unity, there's that word unity again, unity of faith, and to the knowledge of the Son of God, that's Jesus, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitfulness. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up. There's the word grow. We are to grow up in every way into him who is the head. That would be Jesus Christ. We're to grow up in our relationship with Jesus Christ. From whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped. When each part is working properly, boy, I like that concept. When each part is working properly, joined together in unity, it makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. So here's that word grow. 
It makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. So that is our theme for 2017. The theme is grow. Now, we're going to tell you how to get there. But first, before we get there, we have to understand where we've been. Well, really, it's all rooted to a logo that we have. A logo is, is the three rings around Grace Capital Church. If you're married, take a moment and look at the ring on your finger. It has no beginning, no end. When we put a ring on, we say we're committed. We're committed. We're going to be faithful to one another. These three th rings in our logo really helps keep our vision in the right place, which is our first commitment is to Jesus Christ. That verse talks about it. We're to look to Jesus as our head. He's the head of the church. Our next commitment is so our commitment to Jesus, but our next commitment is our commitment to one another. We are, have to be committed to one another. We have to be in each other's lives for us to grow. And then our third ring is our commitment to our community, our towns, our cities, and the world. Our commitment to be outward, outside the church. Because Jesus is always wanting to redeem and restore things. And it's requiring us, as followers of him, Jesus is the head, but to be committed to keeping our eyes outside the church and realizing that there's families and communities that need to be restored through the power and love of Jesus Christ. All right, so that's our logo. So we know that, we see that logo. We reminded by looking at our ring on our finger, that's our commitment as a church, committed to Jesus, committed to one another, committed to our towns, cities, and the world. Then we have to go to this. We have to go to understand how we're going to do this. So this year, I've taken three big rocks. I call them just big rocks. These are the big things that we're going to have to focus on this year to accomplish the GROW goal. Now remember, the GROW is growing us. It's time to grow into maturity. I'm not saying we're immature, but if I were to look at my own life, I'm realizing there's areas in my life that I still need to grow in. And that's exciting. When you think about this 2017, the opportunity for my life to grow, and that it has the ability to blossom into something that it hasn't yet been, to accomplish some great things for the kingdom, it's pretty exciting for me. So the three rocks, one, two, three, the three big rocks that all of our team has written their personal goals around, and I'm going to show you those with you. The first big rock is to unify. We started this verse in Ephesians talking about unity. Ephesians chapter 4 begins to talk about how the body needs to be unified. So we realize that's a biblical model. We're going to look at how do we unify all of our locations? How do we unify our ministries? How do we just live a life in greater unity, caring for one another, loving each other? How do we unify? And so the focus is going to be number one on unity, one big rock. The next one is to connect, that word connect, everyone connected. We realize that we grow best when we're in relationship with one another, that we're serving together, that we're on mission together, and it takes an interconnectedness. And actually, that's the same concept and th same idea in the word and this theme verse, which is we're connected by every joint that we're to be interconnected. We are really to be in each other's lives. 
So we want to make sure that people who show up on a Sunday for the first time, what's our part to help get them connected? If we've been going to church for a while and we're not in a small group or we're not in plugged in serving, how do we as the church help equip you to get connected? We grow better when we're connected. And then the third big rock is this whole idea of being outward. That we need to understand that even though we love each other and we want to grow together, our focus, our gaze always has to be outside to our neighbors, to our communities, to the places that God has positioned our churches. How are we going to reach people for Christ? How are we going to see communities transformed? How are we going to see our, our schools, our middle schools, our high schools? How, do, how does the church, the people of the church, address some of the issues that people have? The lack of hope, the lack of purpose, the lack of understanding that there's a God that loves them and who has a great plan for their life. So we got to stay outward. So those three big rocks are to unify, to unify us all together, to work, make sure that we're working together, to connect everyone connected to each other and that we have these levels of connection. And then lastly, we want to make sure that we stay outward, that we stay outward as a church. Well, I want to talk about this word grow for a moment, and I've come up with a little acronym to help us understand what I mean when we say grow. So G-R-O-W, grow. So the first thing of grow is God. The second part of grow, the R is revealing. The O is opportunity, and I'm going to say opportunity, the W to wow. God revealing opportunities to wow us. And let me explain that a little bit long, uh, a little bit further. You see, God wants to use us, you and me. He wants to work through us to allow his kingdom come to earth. And he wants to express his kingdom values, his kingdom life, the freedom that he has through people. For us to do that, it's God who wants to reveal first and foremost to us his love for us, but then he reveals the needs around us which create the opportunities for him to wow us. Now, for him to wow us, that means that he's going to show us things that we have not yet seen. He's going to use us in ways that we have not been used. It's going to be like, wow, can you believe that? God did that through me. So as we grow in our relationship with him, in our relationship with others. See, that's what growing is about. It's our maturity happens and when we have relationship with God, with Him, this vertical relationship, but then this horizontal relationship, our relationship with others, that we begin to catalyze our growth that then God starts using us to make an impact in somebody else's life. Grow. God revealing opportunities to wow us. This year, 2017, there are going to be so many wow stories because we've postured ourselves to be willing to grow, to, be, to grow into more of the, the image of Jesus Christ. Well, let me just say then, where have we been? Where have we been in a posture to get us to where we're going? So the best way to describe where we've been, at least when I've taken over leadership over two years ago as the lead pastor. Thank you for letting me serve you in that way. But what we have done for the last two years is we've realized we are coming into a new environment of multi-site and God wants to expand us beyond our current locations. But what he needed to do is he needed to reorganize us 
to allow us to accomplish more, to have greater capacity to grow, to greater capacity to reach more people and influence more communities. So to do that, what we have done, it is like we've strung a bow. Uh, and maybe you're a Katniss Everdeen fan, or maybe you're a Robin Hood fan, whatever it is, you understand about a bow and arrow. The idea of a bow, it's actually, you then pull the string, and this process of pulling is so necessary. As you pull the string back, there's a lot of tension. It takes a lot of effort to get it back over here, but what has happening is you pull it back, your sights now get set on the target. You've placed an arrow in the bow, but the arrow hasn't had any effectiveness, any forward motion yet, because first and foremost, we had to make sure that the string was bowed properly, the string's in good condition, the bow's in good condition, and then we make sure we have all alignment where we need to go, and we're putting all of that focus into that one place, and then we let go. And then we let go. And that letting go is the, the growth that's going to take place in all of our lives. Because as we focus on Jesus, as we focus on his word, as we focus on building relationship with one another, as we start working in unity, the power of the release of that arrow, that direction of where we're going to make impact in people's lives for Christ and for his kingdom is so powerful. So the last two years, we've been pulling back the string of the bow, and now we have the arrow in the, in the right place. The target is clear. We know where we're going, and 2017 is going to be releasing the arrow. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that great that God gave us that vision to say, do the hard work, and then I will launch you, and we're all going to get launched this year towards the purpose that Jesus has called us for. So that's where we've been. So if you felt any strain, if you've felt any of the, the tension, that's good and that's natural. That's what was needed to get us to this place to now launch the arrow. Okay, so that's the last two years. I'm going to give you another analogy for 2017. How are we going to move forward? So we're going to move forward. Take this picture, this word picture a little bit. So I was in Singapore once, and, and I, I got to view the dragon boat races. It's amazing. These massive canoes filled with all kinds of people, but the teams that are effective are the teams that are all going paddling in unison. There's a person in the back of the canoe, and he's going, paddle, paddle, or whatever the words it is that they're saying. But they're saying, this is the direction... He's saying, this is where we're going, but we all have to do this together. And the effectiveness happens is when the paddles all go in the water at the same time. There's the same stroke. Everybody's moving together, focusing on the same goal, the same direction. And that's the image for us for 2017. Every single one of our locations, we are going to remember one of our big rocks was to unify and so we're going to work really hard to make sure everybody's stroking in the same direction. Make sure everybody's stroking together. My job, I feel, is I'm just at the back to encourage, to see obstacles, to make sure we're going the right direction, to align and champion. Let's do it, guys. Come on. Keep going together. Keep stroking together. 
So I'm really encouraged by that. But I want you to get that word picture because that is what we get to do together. As we grow, as God reveals opportunities to wow us, to wow us. So I just want to let you know, that's where we've been. This is where we're going. But now let me talk about some things that we're going to do to help you. Remember, we start in Ephesians chapter 4 and says God gives us these leaders to help equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. You're the saints. And so how do we help build you up? How do we help you grow? There's a couple ways. There's a couple things we have planned. First of all, our new series that will happen after this uh, New Year's message, this vision casting, our new series is called Fresh Start. We're really going to understand how do, is it that we can create a clean slate but put on the right focus and do the right things going to really catalyze growth in us. So we'll talk about that in the first series. The series after that is we realize that you have answers about how to live this life following Jesus. Sometimes we just pray and say, God, you know, what, what does the body need? But we want to hear from you. And so we're going to have a whole series based around answering the questions that you have. It's going to be a really powerful time. And by the way, there are going to be some challenging questions that are going to require us to dig in deep to God's word and say, how do we answer these in a biblical way? Next, we're going to really, actually, most importantly, is we're going to start today. This is January 1st. We're going to start today with a time of prayer and fasting. Because we really can't have our hearts aligned to what God's doing and wanting to grow us if we're not in a place and a posturing ourselves to listening, to have our spiritual ears opened up. So for 21 days, we're going to have a season of prayer and fasting. Each one of our locations, that might look a little different of our times of prayer, but what we're going to commit as one church, as one body, is that we're going to pray and we're going to fast. Now, your fast might be fasting of food, of meals. You make a decision what it is that you feel like God is wanting to say, hey, I want you to remove these things. Maybe it's social media. Maybe it's the amount of media that you use. Maybe it's certain types of foods or drinks or whatever it is. Let God speak to you and say, let this be a special moment of prayer and fasting. So we're hitting that January 1, prayer and fasting, 21 days. We're going to do that together. Next, we're going to have that new series. We have a fresh start going into answering your questions. And then quickly right behind there, we're going to have a marriage conference. We realize that for our families to grow, we need to have healthy marriages to grow. And so we want to invest in you, invest in your marriages. Not too further along from that, we are going to have a celebration, a 20-year celebration this summer. It's going to be amazing. And it's not just a celebration. Why are we linking this in in this whole growth theme? Guess what? We've rented out the Capital Center for the Arts for this service. We're all coming together. And it's not just for you and I. We're going to invite people to come along this journey with us. And we're going to pack that place out. And we're going to have a great celebration together. But we're going to invite people into this growth journey with us. So we have lots of things planned. All of our team is working hard to serve you better, to allow you to grow. It's going to be a great time. Now, that's our part. You have a part to play too. You know, sometimes you think, well, I'm just going to go to church and see what they have for me, and I'm going to take it and leave it, and I'm going to plug in when I can. And, but guess what? 2017, it's all in. 
It's all in. For us to grow, we have to be all in. We have to be fully committed. Remember, our commitment to Jesus Christ, our commitment to one another, and our commitment to our towns and cities. If we're going to make impact in the world, we ourselves have to be committed. And this is where you get to participate. This is what we're asking of you for 2017. It's very simple. There's three things. We want you to be in the row, in the circle, and on the seat. I'll tell you what those are. In the row is coming to church on Sunday and participating in our celebration service. We need you to be in one of the rows. It's part of our growth to do this together. And then in the circle, you're in the row, then you're in the circle. The circle are our groups, our life groups. We are saying that we grow best together. If we're going to be committed to each other, we have to be in a group of some sort where Jesus is the center and we discuss things of his kingdom. Now, I'm not saying the life group is the only way, but I'm saying that's a tool that we've created for you to help facilitate gathering people together. In the row, in the circle, on the seat. On the seat. Boy, we can't grow if we don't have our own personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Our personal devotional time. That seat represents that you and, you and God time. Yes, we have a journal that's going to allow you to, to go through that. We've been doing soap journaling for years. Um, and just one tool, you might have another method, but you do need to be developing your own personal relationship with Jesus. That's your devotional time that's in the seat. So what we're asking is every week that you're in town. Now, if you're out of town, you've got something going on out of town, we get it. All kinds of grace here at Grace Capital Church. But we are so committed to seeing you grow this year that we know that people who are committed to those three things, that they're in the row, that they're in the circle, and that they're in the seat, that catalytic growth happens so quickly. And then those wow moments happen. Those God revealing opportunities to wow us. They just happen. And it's so exciting. So that's your part this year, to be in the row, to be in the circle, and to be in the seat. Well, I just want to let you know that, that this is going to be an incredible year. It's going to be an incredible year for us to just see our, our lives grow in a way that we've never even thought possible that we can begin to say, I'm going to cultivate my relationship with God. I'm going to cultivate my relationship with one another. And we're going to grow together. We're going to grow together. So remember, our three circles, Grace Capital Church, our commitment to Jesus first and foremost. This is what we're about. This is his church. And we get to be a part of it. And we get to be part of the story that he's unfolding and revealing for us. Our commitment to Jesus, our commitment to one another, and our commitment to our community. Because really, when we say we want to grow, for, remember, it's not about an inward thing. It's we're to grow so then God gives us opportunities to work through us to see other people's lives impacted for him. That people might find hope, that they might find purpose, and ultimately that comes by finding Jesus. Grace Capital Church 2017 is going to be amazing. You get to be a part of it. We're doing this together. We're in the war canoe together. We're pursuing what Jesus has for us. The arrow has been, been put in the bow and we're ready to launch it. But we're all going to need to do this together. Be committed to Jesus first and foremost. Let's be committed to one another. Let's do this in unity. Let's make a difference for the kingdom of God. 
Love you guys. I am so excited for 2017. I know you can hear it in my voice. It's so true. Let's do this together. Love you guys. Are you ready to grow? Yeah, because God wants to do some great things in our lives this year. And it's really about you saying yes. It's really what it is. It's you saying yes to Jesus. It's you saying yes to be committed. It's you saying yes to say, I want to be used by God to impact my family, my workplace, my community, the world. God has an amazing story that he's unfolding that he has you in mind to be a player in that story. But it first and foremost comes by us understanding what he's called us to and what he wants us to do in response to him. So this is why it's so important that we are starting 2017 with a time of prayer and fasting. We're joining our Foursquare family to do a 21-day prayer and fasting. We have a devotional that has been established from you from the Foursquare Church. And, uh, and you can just go on to our website. You'll see a picture of this, how you're going to get there. Let me just show you how to do that real quick. So you go to our main uh, page, and you'll see on the bottom right-hand corner, 21 days prayer and fasting. You click that. It says, read the story. You go to the next slide, and you'll say, you want to click read a story. And that's just a, play, a landing place for it. So you click read a story, and here it is, right here, the next slide. You just click that 21 days. So when you, when you click on that, it'll be the, the devotional, 21 devotionals. You can sign up for that. It will come to your email immediately. The other thing you could do is you can take your cell phone and go into the app store and go to Foursquare Prayer, Foursquare Prayer, and um, click on that app and um, you'll get the um, automatic prayer and fasting devotionals um, on the app as well for you. I want to let you know um, a little bit about praying and fasting. Jesus had something to say about that, actually, in Matthew chapter 6. I'm just going to go there for a moment. Matthew chapter 6. The, the understanding was uh, prayer and fasting was not initiated by Jesus. It was, it was in the Old Testament that people who really wanted to see God move in their life, who really wanted to posture themselves in humility, they would take opportunities to, to pray and to fast. This, this word fast is really uh, about giving up something that maybe is already in your life. So fasting, typically, it's fasting food um, or drink, but we would also include things that are maybe just distractions in your life. We talked about that on the video, maybe media, maybe social media, maybe it is um, the amount of movies that you watch. Whatever it is that you're saying begins to crowd your life away from hearing God's voice. The whole idea of praying and fasting, and remember, it's not just fasting. 
Because New Year's, you're like, yeah, I need to fast a lot of things because I need to drop 10 pounds, <laughs> right, from Christmas. It, it's not a health thing, although you will have benefits from it uh, depending on what you fast. It, it is a spiritual thing. And that's why the prayer part is so important. But Jesus, um, the red letters in your Bible, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 16, says this. Jesus talks about fasting. He says, When you fast, do not look gloomy like hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces, that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly I say to you, they have received their reward. In other words, if you're doing it just like, I'm super spiritual, look at my fasting that I'm doing, and woe is me. Um, he's saying, you know what? You just made a show of it. There's your reward. <laughs> but he's saying instead... But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may, be, uh, may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. The idea is this is about building your relationship with your Father in heaven. It's about tuning your ears to hear the Holy Spirit so we have the Holy Spirit who resides in us. He's wanting to speak to us often and always. But sometimes our life can be so distracting with different things that our spiritual senses become dull. And if we're really going to grow, God revealing opportunities to wow us, to have those wow moments where God says, hey, you know that person that you've been working with for these years? And uh, I'm going to give you an opportunity to minister to them, to pray for them, and maybe even just have a God conversation with them. And it's the Holy Spirit who's initiating it. And then all of a sudden, you just realize that you got to participate in God working through you to change somebody's life. And you go, wow, really? God did that through me? And that's what I feel like for 2017 as we begin to posture ourselves, putting Jesus again, the Lord of our life, to tune our spiritual ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying and then responding to it. We're going to find that we're going to be used by him in very significant ways. That's really going to just be so exciting to be on this journey with him. So the expectation really is that Jesus felt like fasting, praying and fasting was a regular part of a believer's life. We don't do that often, but I feel like starting off this year, 21 days. So let me tell you how to approach this. If you haven't already started or predetermined this, I'd like to say this. We have to start by understanding what the purpose is for you in your life. You might want to break some strongholds that you know, man, some things have had a grip in my life for a while and I haven't been able to shake it. Praying and fasting gives us that opportunity. The disciples at one point in time uh, were having a hard time overcoming this condition this kid was having. And uh, they tried to pray it out and it wouldn't work and finally Jesus comes and heals the kid and the disciples are like why why couldn't we do it? and he goes Jesus you know sometimes these things can only happen through prayer and fasting 
So the, the idea that, that if you have something that's been tough for you to shake or been praying for a family member to come to Christ or whatever it is, might be personal, might be external, praying and fasting allows you to do that. Okay, so determine what it is that you're going to be praying and fasting for. Maybe it's just to get closer to God, build that relationship. Maybe it's to find your purpose in life. Maybe it's getting clarity on an important decision. I know as a church, we have some important decisions that we're going to be making. And we want to all posture ourselves in a place of saying, God, what are you saying for us? So the whole idea is, number one, set the objective. If you're taking notes this morning, this is a great time for you to say, number one, circle it, set the objective. Write that down, set the objective. Because it's in the objective that gives you the focus and the clarity to say, what do I want to accomplish? Otherwise, it just becomes, hey, the church is doing 21 days prayer and fasting. Great, I can drop a few pounds and I'll read my Bible a little bit more. It'll be good. As opposed to saying, God, I I want you to do this in my life this time. And you have a clear objective. Number two, make your commitment. Write it down. You can write this down, make your commitment. But what you want to do is write down your commitment. What are you committing to do? I'm committing to fast one day a week at this particular time. I'm, I'm going to do a Daniel fast, which is Daniel gave up all rich foods and meat and, um, and fasted that way for 21 days. Um, what, is, what are you going to give up? What is social media? Coffee, maybe. Maybe it's giving up some things that you've been drinking that probably you probably could be giving that up. What are those things that you're going to give up? Write it down because it holds you accountable by making a commitment. Then in that commitment, I also want you to determine how you're going to make it a spiritual activity, which is praying. Remember, it's prayer and fasting. So it's not just fasting, it's the prayer. So are you going to get up a little bit earlier to spend time with the Lord? Are you going to re- listen to the, the Bible as you're driving to work on version or, or whatever Bible app that you have? Are you going to, before bed, you're going to, you never tried this before, getting on your knees and, and, and praying before you go to bed. Whatever that activity is going to be that postures yourself into a place of getting closer to God. Prayer does that. Write that down. Number three, I also say, and I I love why we start the new year with communion. Um, There's a point of repentance that also is important in this. To start in a place of being clean before the Lord. Now we know that Jesus has made us clean. And by the way, we will continue to make mistakes through life. It doesn't mean a one and done thing. That he saved you, you're perfect. But it does mean that he wants us to keep coming back to make things right. If you have a broken relationship, go make it right. If you need to ask for forgiveness, ask for forgiveness. If you have something in your life that is clouding your relationship with God, take it to the Lord and make it right. Hopefully we already did that this morning in communion. Prayer and fasting. I also want to let you know, just so you're not taken off guard, 
that when we posture ourselves before the Lord in this way, in 2017, where we are going to pursue God in, with greater intensity, know this, that you're probably going to have some opposition. Do you know that we have an enemy? His name is Satan, and he has uh, demons who work for him, and he's going to want to place some opposition in your life because the last thing he wants is for you to experience freedom, to have you experience greater intimacy with God, to have your spiritual ears attuned to respond to what God is doing. The enemy will not want that. And so just want to know, don't, you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be fearful. None of that, but you need to be aware. And the best way that you can keep overcoming the enemy when he throws lies at you, when he brings temptation to you, is like, get lost. I'm pursuing Jesus, so get lost. <laughs> and just put your focus back on Jesus. The word of God says that you don't have faced any temptation that he hasn't already made a way for you to escape that temptation. Believe in that. It's true. So we're going to end this time of prayer and fasting, these 21 days, and we're going to end it with a night of worship. Right, Richie? We're going to have, you can come up too, by the way. We're going to end with this big bang out night of worship. All of our locations are going to come together in this location, and we're going to celebrate Jesus and celebrate what he's done in our lives. After 21 days, it's going to be a powerful time, powerful time. I do want to also let you know that if you want to start part of your prayer and devotional life, remember we said, what are the three things that were, is your part this year? It's going to be in the row, in the circle, and in the seat, right? You're going to be committed to that? committed to be in the row, in a circle, in the seat. Now, I'm not telling you you have to do it. I'm not going to be chasing you down and checking off the box. Oh, they weren't here this Sunday. Where are they? But I would say if you're interested in growing, that's the way that you'll be able to grow. But we do have these journals available for you at the uh, info hub. If you're interested in journaling, this is the seat part, your personal devotional life. Um, you can grab a journal on your way out. They are $5, just covering our cost on that, but it's a great tool. It, maybe you have your own devotional um, uh, routine on it, or maybe you don't have one, but if you're looking for a good tool, we want to provide that for you. There are, if you're saying, I don't have a Bible, we do have free Bibles for you at the Info Hub as well. You can't be in God's Word if you don't have God's Word. Now, if you have a phone or a device, you can be in God's Word. There's Bible apps out there. But uh, we want to make sure that everybody is equipped to grow in 2017. So how's that sound? Sound okay? All right. So I'm excited for all of us to go on this journey together. I'm excited what God is going to do through us and how we're going to grow personally, but most importantly, the thing I'm most excited about is to hear the stories of how your neighbors are going to come to Christ. How a community is going to be restored. How different parts of the world are going to be impacted because some of you are going to all of a sudden say, hey, you know what? God's calling me to another part of the world to share Jesus with them. Thank you for saying yes. 
thank you for being here this morning. You could have slept in. Because <laughs> I know some of you stayed up really late. But you're here. Let's just pray and then we're going to close our, our service off with worship. And come back next Sunday. We're going to start a new series called Fresh Start. We're going to talk about what it's like when, when you start the first day of school. And you have a you have a brand new <laughs> you have a brand new blank sheet of paper, a binder, nothing written in it, and you get to write the date and your name on it. It's a fresh start. Fresh start. Come back next week. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for loving us. for giving us the opportunity to freely come and worship you, to put us in a body like Grace Capital Church that we can grow together, that we can just be excited to do life together, to make an impact in our families, our workplaces, our schools, our community, and around the world. Jesus, we want to say first and foremost, we're committed to you, Jesus. And as we make a plan to to go into a time of prayer and fasting, that realizing that you're always about new beginnings and fresh starts, 2017 is going to be an amazing year. Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Grace Capital Church podcast. If you'd like to know more about this podcast and the mission that we have in New England, or if this podcast has been a blessing to you and you would like to support this ministry financially, please visit us online at gccnh.com 